Hi there, my name is Matthew Brick. I'm a Valor Christian High School student, brother of four, I'm a wrestler, and I'm out to find interesting stories to talk to about, make connections, and hopefully point people to God. Let's get this, the Brick House Podcast. This is Brick's home. This is your house. Presenting the Brick House Podcast. The Brick House. Here comes the boom. Hey there guys, my name is Matthew Brick. Welcome back to the Brick House Podcast. Today is a Tuesday, a great day outside. Let's get into this. I'm here with Tobias Maxson. He's a songwriter and a producer. He's a senior at Valor Christian High School, and he loves, or his love and passion is music. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you for having me here. <laughs> thank you, I appreciate you being on here, and um, yeah. I just kind of want to, the point of this, I just want to get to know you and have maybe you share your story first off. Like, tell us a little bit about your passion of music and what does it mean to you? Okay. Uh, my passion for music, it, it's kind of been something that's been prevalent in all my life. I've um, been playing guitar since I was eight. And um, music has just really been something that can be an outlet for me for when I'm feeling kind of down through a, through a day, I can pick up a guitar and find joy in playing that. So it's, it's really just been um, a good outlet for me in that way, and it's just something that I want to, throughout high school, I've discovered that I really want to do music throughout my life, so, yeah. See, that, that's great. Um, you're a senior, do you know, well, with music, is there a college, or is there a, th- like, what's the next step out of high school with your music? Yeah, um, I'm enrolled at Lipscomb University, which is in Nashville. And I'm taking a commercial music production major. That's what I'm majoring in. So I'll learn about producing music and songs and all that. So I'm really excited for that. That's great. What type of music do you play? And like, yeah, what what type of audience are you trying to reach? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of jump around with all my genres that I play music with. Um, I, I kind of go between doing indie songwriting stuff. Um, but then currently I've been on a big blues rock kick. So that's been really fun. I, I love writing rock songs it's really fun <laughs> yeah i love rock i love i honestly love almost all genres there's a few of each maybe i'm not big mm-hmm. on but i do like music yeah i can't sing it i wish <laughs> i wish i could i want to learn an instrument i really do yeah. yeah do you know any other instruments but guitar or you know um so guitar is my main one um i've been kind of on and off with piano i started i actually started piano lessons when i was four but i've kind of been fading in and out with lessons on that. I'm currently taking lessons with Mr. Johnson here. Um, so I play piano, I sing, um, I can sort of play drums, um, play bass. So, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really, like, do that yet. I can't, you know, I got to say, I can, you know, I can't speak into that bad. I don't know. <laughs> uh, once you know one instrument, does it kind of blend into all the other instruments? Sort of. I mean, piano, piano, I think, is kind of a very visual instrument. It's how I visualize, um, like, music theory stuff. I, I visualize it on a keyboard. Um, so I kind of use the visuals of a piano when I'm learning different instruments. But um, 
the guitar and the bass guitar, those kind of are very similar. They're a very similar layout. Um, so those kind of blend into each other. But yeah. Um, so you said that you kind of go or you have graduate or gravitated to the guitar because um, you said that earlier you were like um, you played the guitar even if you had like a bad day or something like that. Like what does playing guitar mean to you and like why, why do you love it so much? Um, so the, the guitar, I, I picked it up when I was recovering from a surgery in second grade. I was out of school for like two months in a wheelchair, so I had nothing else to do. And so I picked up playing the guitar. And so through, through the painful process of, of a surgery, the guitar gave me a lot of joy and outlet to write songs with. And so just kind of throughout growing up, just the guitar has definitely been a way that I can connect with it with some joy and um yeah it's just kind of been a good passion that way mm, are you a faith like do you believe in god and yeah I, i've very recently come to the faith kind of this past senior year um so yeah and is the um do you see yourself doing anything with that with music or um do you find yourself maybe using like there's faith that co coexists with your music and songwriting Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think I, I definitely don't know f for sure what what I'm going to do with music. Mm -hmm. Like I, I may end up being a Christian producer, producing for Christian artists. Um, but I, I'm not sure if I if mm -hmm. that's really what I'm going to do yet. So I'm just kind of trusting God that He'll provide a path for me that He'll really guide me throughout that journey. So yeah, I, yeah, just trusting in God. Trusting God. Yeah. Yeah, I recently got baptized, and I'm—I mean, I'm figuring it out. I think everyone's figuring it out, mm -hmm, and for sure, uh, no one has a clear answer. Uh, We're—we're all—we never stop learning. Uh huh. We're always on a journey, and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I don't think we get to the, like. I mean, there is sometimes of a destination, maybe a goal that you set for yourselves, but I think with faith, uh, it's like something that you. You can't, like, there isn't necessarily an end destination. I guess the end destination, I would think, is, like, up in heaven with God or something. But mm -hmm. until then, you're just on this earth walking and um, using your talents and um, that God has given you. And you're just going to make the most of with it and yeah. do, what you're, do what you love. And that's also why I wanted to just talk with you and hear a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, what, like, if someone, what would you say, like, what are other interests besides music like if you were to tell someone maybe they wouldn't like oh really like they like what are some interesting things about you that maybe many people don't know um i really like to bake nice <laughs> i have a baking blog oh really okay um so that's just kind of been something fun that i picked up over quarantine that i like to cookies are my specialty what like, type of cookies um just you know, good solid chocolate chip. <laughs> nice. you know, that's where it's at. <laughs> that is where it is yeah, at. Yeah. So that's a fun fact, I suppose. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I don't know what it would be for me. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What was COVID like for you, if you don't mind sharing? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I know a lot of people struggled during COVID and the quarantine, but um, I actually really enjoyed it because both of my sisters had been away at college for a few years. Um, but because of COVID, they had to come home. And so... It um, it gave me just a time with my family and a time with my sisters that um was really special and I actually really cherished rather, um so yeah, COVID was actually kind of good for our family in that aspect. That's great. That's great because like 
I think uh, COVID was a hard time regardless. Like anyone could say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never like that's a good that's an interesting take that I haven't heard because um, you know sometimes like like sometimes you just all you hear is about the bad and you know not necessarily good but I think mm-hmm. that good stuff can come out of maybe something that everyone thinks that is bad. Yeah. Tell me, so songwriting, like, um, what are the difficulties and challenges that come with songwriting? Because, like, I, I just, I can't imagine, like, um, like, well, yeah, tell us a little bit about the process of, like, if you, like, if you were like, okay, Matthew, I'm going to write up a song today. What, what are the steps, or does it take more than a day, or what, what's the, the steps mm-hmm. for you? Yeah, um, the, the most difficult process for writing a song for me is just the initial idea of coming up with something just what what are you going to write a song about like if you have a chord progression um let's say um and you you want to add lyrics to the chord progression well you have a whole the whole world is your oyster for what you want to write about lyric topically so i think that's kind of for me the most difficult process is just figuring out what i want to write about um and that's why the, the songwriting class here is really helpful because mr mcgee he gives prompts and um having a prompt actually can really trigger some interesting ideas but yeah starting off with lyrics that's the hardest part um um as a guitarist i always want to have an interesting guitar lick or riff or line or main melody so writing something like that can just take just some perseverance to figure something out but um yeah once once i kind of have a starting ground um it's on, you know, sometimes you'll kick it around for a few days or something like that, writing lyrics. I I spent six months writing one song recently, and I'm still not happy with it. But um, most, most songs that really, that I feel I connect with are songs that I write in a short span of time that just really flow from the heart. Um, so, yeah. And then making a track around it, that, that can take a day, it can take a few weeks, and so... Yeah. Is there an artist that you want to emulate or like there's an artist that you've heard or sing and um, they're like message. Is there like anyone that you want to emulate or like maybe a role model? Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest inspiration right now is John Mayer. He's he's an incredible guitarist um, and his songs are really interesting with the chords that he uses and the melodies that he writes. Um, topically, I, I, I don't agree with his lyrics um um but yeah he's my biggest inspiration i haven't heard about him like what type of genre is he he he's kind of i don't know he he does a lot of blues he's a fantastic blues guitarist so he writes really cool blues stuff but he also he uses that blues guitar playing and um aspects of the blues and incorporates that into like a pop genre so i I think it's really unique stuff yeah that is cool Yeah. yeah Um, what do you think of like maybe some of the music that's out right now is like, do you like it or do you find yourself like listening to music that maybe not everyone else is listening to? Um, I definitely don't turn on the main mainstream radio, the pop stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't really like rap or any of that stuff, but yeah, John Mayer, he's a current artist. So I listen to his stuff. I listen to kind of more indie artists like, um, Hippocampus, their band that I really enjoy. Check that out. Um, uh, well, there's one other band I'm blanking out the name of, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's super cool. Um, and did you ever do like audio production or any of these like classes? 
Yeah, I'm in the studio recording. A class studio, right okay. Now. Yeah. And what, what's that like? What, what What do you do in that class? Um, that class is about creating the production that kind of backs up a vocalist. So, like when you listen to a song on the radio, the everything that backs up, like Katy Perry. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's kind of teaching about just the various aspects of that, from from how do you um, create the instrumentation behind tracks, and how do you edit audio files and all that, and Mixing a track, how do you make everything sound even and good and not painful, physically painful to listen to? So it, it covers a whole wide variety of things. Yeah, that that's – I never knew that. Um, here, I got another one. Um, I know I'm just giving you a list of questions. <laughs> um, but I'm surprising myself too. I didn't know I <laughs> – Quite all right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've never – have you, one, been in a band before? Like, you know, I mean, I, you perform with people, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I used to live in California. I transferred here sophomore wow. year. Okay. Um, back in California, I had a trio band with my friends. I was guitarist and lead singer. Um, my friend Aiden, he was the bassist, and my friend Nick, he was the drummer. So we kind of did things together. Um, and then I moved out here um, sophomore and kind of beginning of junior year. I wasn't in any bands. But this year... Um, with my friends, we're really trying to kick something off. We're doing weekly rehearsals, and we're really wanting to do some sort of concert or gig at the end end of the semester. So we're all looking forward to that. Can you explain, like, what is, like, the relationship between um, maybe, like, um, like uh, music? What, what do you call them? Like, you, what do you guys – is there a terminology for, like, like if you guys work together on a performing or whatever, mm-hmm. like bandmates or something like that, what is that relationship, and what does it mean to you maybe? Yeah. Um, so my teacher, Mr. Johnson here, he, he's kind of coached us on what it's like to be in a band with, especially with worship band class. And, um, a lot of being in a band is, you know, you can all be good musicians and you could all have something really cool to contribute to a song. But if you all do something really cool at once, then it just, it's a big mess of instruments trying to do their own thing. And so part of, part of playing together is kind of, being humble and stepping back and letting other people shine at certain points. So like um, in the song that you saw us play at the arts community during James, if he's taking a piano solo, you know, Kieran and I, Kieran on bass and me on guitar, we would kind of step back on what we're doing. And I would just do kind of long chords and not really do something too rhythmically because James is doing a lot of rhythmic stuff. And then vice versa, when I'm taking a solo, James would do more long chords and he wouldn't be doing any big big lead stuff on the piano so it's kind of being willing to take a step back for yourself to let other people shine but then just just kind of trying to contribute something where it really matters most rather than always trying to contribute something yeah is that like something that you find or have found that like um maybe as a musician it's like sometimes you well you're so used to being out there like is it hard sometimes to want to share the spotlight at all or do you not have that <laughs> yeah it, it can definitely be hard when you're playing with people you know if you're if you're jamming together just having fun it can be hard to say oh you know i have this really cool idea that i want to try out but you know he's he's doing something really cool so it, it's hard to just calm yourself down and <laughs> step back and not play something crazy <laughs> i hear that yeah you know <laughs> i'd love to be out there and jam out <laughs> yeah. but I, you know, my, so my dad, he actually, he doesn't do it so much anymore, but he taught himself how to play the guitar. Guitar. Mm-hmm. He just bought one one day, 
and he started watching videos and he's gone pretty good yeah um nice. which is really cool like i think i don't know like it's it's cool that like it's one of those things that if you're dedicated to you can get all right i, I don't know mm-hmm. yeah would you say it's like i mean like anything it's probably better to start young maybe i i i from from what i've heard from adults it's it's easier to start young when you're more more um mobile in your fingers and all that but mm. I, I think if you're dedicated you can learn at any age <laughs> yeah one of my favorite artists i went and saw him in concert in mm-hmm. may up in texas so there's this i don't even know necessarily well on spotify so his name is zach williams mm-hmm. he does do christian music but like the genre i guess is like christian folk not country but like it's kind of i don't know in that realm and but so he was kind of just sharing his story and his testimony a little bit. But like he didn't start until 19 years old. Hmm. Like he will just to me that kind of seemed like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> late to begin. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because maybe all these other people had started before him. But it was just kind of like his testimony was really cool. It was a cool story. Like, um, I guess apparently when he was little, like people were like, oh, your son is he got lungs because he would cry a lot. And he'd be like, oh, your son is going to be singing. He's going to be singing. <laughs> he just didn't know yet, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Like, I think, like any one of us, like, we have this plan in our mind, but I think God can take us 10 years from now and just be like, oh, um, this is great. Like, mm-hmm. so, something that I could never picture or imagine for myself. And that's what I hope, you know. I hope that for me. And Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What do you, like, what was that like when moving from California? Like, you grew up. You grew up in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, well, what do you love about California? I just wonder. Um, California is just the the landscape itself is so beautiful. Um, where we lived, we were nestled in the mountains, and we were like a half hour drive north of San Francisco. Okay. Um, so that's where we were situated, and so. You know, we could walk out our back door and be on a hiking trail and, you know, a 30-minute drive, we could be out on the coast, you know, getting fresh oysters at a restaurant. Oh, nice. You know, 45 minutes north of us, we could be in Napa Wine Valley. Um, okay. So my parents my parents love that because, you know, they <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> Wait, wine? Um, like drinking wine? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, just, just where we were situated was really cool. Yeah, that was – so I've, n- I've been to California like twice, but mm-hmm. – so like what was like around you like so kind of out on the outskirts of san francisco mm-hmm. you like that you like that yeah that's great yeah it, we were in a small little town and just a quaint little place <laughs> good little community yeah and what was it like when you did have to move like were you upset or and how's the transition been now yeah looking um, back I was just kind of surprised that we were moving, you know. My parents had always talked about moving, like, all of growing up. but So I never – when they discussed moving here to Colorado, I didn't think they would. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, I just kind of went with it and um, I kind of looked forward to the opportunity of making some really good, solid friends. And, um, you know, at first the transition was hard, settling in a new high school, sophomore year, didn't know anyone so that was that was definitely hard for that first year, um, but I've definitely found my people, and it, it's been a really blessing, a big blessing to have Christian friends who, you know, I can go to youth group with, and um, that I can just have some good fun with, and they're just good guys. So it, it's definitely been a good transition out here. That's great. Like 
people can actually pour into you and mm-hmm. people like you for who you are. Yeah. That's great. Like I'm still kind of figuring out what I want and who I yeah. want to be around, but I can relate. I, a uh, few years back, like three now, about three, I moved. So when I was eight, I moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 12, I moved back to Colorado. So I kind of made like a transit, a transition there transition back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, what was crazy was like, uh, I, like uh, maybe last May, yeah, when I was up and saw that concert, actually, I was eating at a restaurant and then like someone's like, are you Matthew Brick? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I didn't recognize him, but he uh-huh. recognized me. Yeah. And um, I'm sure like um, you leave your mark anywhere you go. And that or that like, because I always thought like, you know, once you move, people forget about you. But I mm-hmm. guess not. And um, yeah, like. With leaving Valor, like, wait, are you going out of state? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. What state? What state? Um, Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, okay. Yeah. Are you ready for that transition or? I don't know. <laughs> don't know? <laughs> a bit apprehensive about it. Um, we'll see what happens, I suppose. <laughs> Have you gone out in the area to see it yet? And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Nashville's a really cool city. Um, I'm excited for that. And there's a lot of kids from Valor going to Nashville, um, kids from, who were in the music program. So I'll know people out there. One of my good friends, um, he graduated last year, but he's he's planning on going down to Nashville around the same time that I am. So I'm really happy about that. So that will help with the transition, just knowing people. Yeah, I think that that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- with people and stuff, what does community mean to you? I know that's a really like broad and not mm-hmm. really a specific question, but I just would love to hear. Yeah, um, I think to me it's like just people that you can rely on and trust in. Um, and so oftentimes that like a, a good Christian community, if, you know, um, just all the people who believe and follow God. Um, I think that that's a huge aspect of it. Um, yeah, just people who are loving and who up, uplift you and support you. You know, you can you can have stupid fun with them, but you know, at the end of the day, that you're all you're all good guys and you love each other and want to be with each other and want to see each other succeed. So yeah, that's great. Do you have any um, shows coming up or performances? Um, only one that I can really think of is the Conservatory Showcase sometime in April. So okay, guys, yeah. you're gonna have to check it out. I haven't been to uh, what did you do the Valor Music Awards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. how did that go? It was good. I was I was pretty sick that day, so oh, my shoot. voice had failed out. So <laughs> that was kind of unfortunate. So I didn't really enjoy it to the fullest, but it was still really good. That's great. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of a segment that I tell everyone: if you like, what's if you had an inspiring speech, this is your moment to say what's it's on your heart type deal. Like, if you could say anything to anyone and. Like, leave a message because you are going out of uh, Valor this next year. And, um, yeah, what's on, if there's anything on your heart, what would you want to say? It could be impactful. What mm-hmm. you? Um, I just think the main thing is, you know, that God has a plan for you in your life. Um, and it, it may not be the easiest to decipher what it is. But, you know, God opens doors. He closes doors. Um, and really trying to pay attention to what what how he's guiding you in your life is really important and just trusting that he does have a plan for you and that if you follow his plan that um you'll you'll just find his goodness and his joy and his love 
So, well, thank you very much. Anything else to say? No. <laughs> hey, okay, guys, check out Tobias. Come out and see him um, perform. I bet someday you're gonna see his name up on whatever <laughs> and be like, "Oh, I heard him first at the Brickhouse Podcast." Um, but yeah, if you guys are in the area, come check him out and. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys, the next episode is going to be a banger. Check it out next week. See ya. Bye.